All right, let's welcome everybody out today to episode 58 of Utah in the Weeds. My name's Chris Hollifield. And I'm Tim Pickett. And today we've got a great discussion with a, a whole new uh, side of the cannabis market and world in Utah, Chris. Yeah, Jeff Hedge. He's the owner of Sunny Day's cannabis, uh, medical cannabis delivery here in Utah. This That's is going right. to be exciting for Utah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I wish I had uh, enough enough time in my life to actually go drive. I think it'd be fun to deliver cannabis to patients. But uh, this is going to be a great conversation if you're interested in getting home delivery. And it's also a great conversation if you're interested in getting in the industry. Listen to this Get a hold of Jeff, let him know you're interested in being a driver, and then that will get help get your foot in the door, I think. Yeah, I think a lot of people who are trying to get an in in the industry, just looking for a way, yeah. like driving is a, is a pretty good way. It would really be a fun job. I mean, think about it. You're showing up to people. There's no question they're going to be happy yeah. <laughs> to see you. Yeah, and then bringing them a little present and uh, all that. We'll get into that conversation here and you'll hear it all. Jeff will explain how it's going to work and, and how you know you can work or, or get delivery. And uh, a little bit of housekeeping, Chris. So, man, we've got a, a flurry of dispensary or pharmacies open in Utah, like from north to south. Brigham City Beehive Pharmacy is open in Brigham City. Go up there and say hi to Mindy Medeo. She's the pharmacist in charge up there. Awesome. Exciting to see her back in the in the game right? The pharmacy game. And if you go south, you've got uh, Pure Utah in Payson that opened. And then just north of there, the Cannabis. Cannabis. Yeah. What a name. I like that name. Cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. They're in Springville. Yeah. And they just opened. So you have a lot of like three yeah. that have opened in the past month. And then you've got Justice Grown that's going to open in St. George anytime soon. And Bloom Medicinal which is going to open in Cedar City. And I've seen pictures of the inside of Bloom. It's going to be beautiful. It really is going to be a destination pharmacy. It's big. And they're going to have a lot of product down there. What about the South Jordan one? Didn't South Jordan with Justice on 103rd South. Should be open this uh, summer, should be right? open, Yeah, should be open by June 1st, really. So I know they're working hard on that location. I haven't had an update recently on like exactly the date that's going to open. Okay. But we're essentially going to be full full maxed out here in the next month. And you have a list of all the dispensaries at utahmarijuana.org for people to go yeah, there. Hit all, that dispensary tab and boom, you got there. Go, and I think the websites are there too, right? Yeah, the their website links are there. The map of how to get there is there. We've started, if you want to review the dispensaries right there on utahmarijuana.org, you can, you can leave a review for those dispensaries. It's just a, I think it's going to be a good place for people to go see all of them in one location because there's not anything like that yeah. um, outside of there. So yeah, go to utahmarijuana.org and search out the dispensary dispensaries. Yeah, go there and then and then go to slash podcast. Listen to the back episodes of the podcast. Subscribe, share your favorite episodes with friends. Share it with three people. That's my challenge this week. Each listener share it with three of their friends. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, let's get into this conversation with Jeff Hedge. Okay. I thought it was a great one. Yeah. Sunny Days Delivery. Uh, great conversation. So let's get into it. Have your medicine delivered. Yeah, there you go, guys. When did you get introduced to cannabis? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and on what level? I mean, where, right. where were yeah. you? When were you? How sure. was it? So tell us. Let's jump in. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Um, yeah. No. Well, my first experience with cannabis was not, uh, it was not medicinal. <laughs> it was in uh, Houston at a, at the police 
and UB40 concert. <laughs> oh, nice. So it was a, it was a great place to, to have it uh, come about. Uh, my my uh, roommate at Texas A&M picked me up uh, from class. It was about 2 o'clock on a Friday and said, hey, you want to go to the police concert? <laughs> like, yes, absolutely. So we drove to Houston and uh, – you know, sitting in the crowd and it just comes down the line and he takes a hit and hands it to me. I was like, no, 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 no. He's like, here, here. So I was like, okay, <laughs> tried it. Yeah. And, you know, it was whatever. It what was year was this? What year? Early eighties. Okay. So that's why I was wondering, like, you know, yeah. if I yeah. the police, okay, that was probably eighties, but yep. you before you a little, you know, older, but maybe not, you know, I guess they've been around for a while. They had been around for a while, but uh, yeah. they were kind of hot at that yeah. time. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And, man. and police were big. So. So did, nice was it, act. was it something that you just tried the one time or was it like, did it become part of a daily thing or, or a weekly thing? Or yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I tried that, you know, and I'm not, I'm not sure if I felt anything that night or not, uh, but it was a fun concert. Yeah. Um, got back to school and probably later that semester, a group of people came over to, to our place and everybody's hanging around and somebody pulled some out and started smoking that and sort of was like, okay, this is, this is neat. And went outside and enjoyed the day and. Then through, you know, in college, you just kind of start here, running, here it in, is. running it, into you it. You run into it, right? <laughs> exactly. And then just kind of, you know, it was more, like I said, it, not medicinal at first, uh, more recreational and, and, you know, enjoying it with friends. Uh, but, you know, over the years, uh, from, you know, knee injuries to arthritis, different types of things, uh, it's become more of a, uh, of a medicinal product for me. Yeah. Then, then how when, it started out. <laughs> when did you realize at what point though, did you realize, Hey, this can be used medicinally? I mean, was there a moment or was it just kind of one of those things that just happened? No, I think it's more that it just happened. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe at times not, uh, not consuming cannabis, uh, realizing, wow, my knee hurts more yeah. than I, than I realized. Than it did, than uh, it did before the other day when I was, yeah, when, I, when, yeah, when exactly. cannabis was around. And I'm, I'm anti-pill. I'm, I try to stay as far away from pills as possible. Uh, late in my life, in my dad's life, I mean, I don't know. It seemed like it was, it was over 10 pills a day. Uh, it was just a lot of pills that he was taking for different things. And, you know, they all affect him differently. And I was just, it's just watching that. I was made a decision uh, at that point, like try to stay as far away from pills as you can for right. as long as you can. I know they serve some benefit, but, uh, you know, I think that uh, that cannabis can be the alternative to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially I, when I you're talking so. about things like arthritis, pain, and and you know. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> exactly. Isn't that Sleep, how pills you were want, designed? Yeah. I mean, they were really they were marketed in the beginning for approval, based on the idea that you would take this for a while and then you would cure or treat whatever you were treating and then you'd get off of it. Right. Uh, unfortunately, that's just not Now it's how. like once you get on a pill, oh, you're once you get, your yeah, there's no, yeah, there's no you know, getting exactly. off. And then if you start talking about, you know, pain pills, uh, they can be a real problem getting off of them. So, so you grew up in Houston, Dallas. Oh, in Dallas. Yes. And did you spend, here you are, you know, you're introduced to cannabis in Texas and you're there, but you didn't, you, you got into cannabis and then had to leave. Tell us about that. Had to leave. Uh, I mean, you got introduced to cannabis as a business. Sorry, and then oh yeah, Texas wasn't the place. Yeah, no. Well, we uh, well we were in Texas, and it's not legal. I mean, it's legal medicinally, but in a very very small <laughs> uh, small group of people. Um, and I actually, my brother was living in California at the time. Went out and visited him. Went to Venice Beach. Went to MedMen, and I was just like, "My goodness, <laughs> I'm walking into a store, and it's like the Apple Store, and I get to look at all these different 
strains and, and pick out what I want. And they put it in a big, bright red bag that I walk out the door with. And it's such like, a cool experience, I was just right? like, I love California. <laughs> I'm moving <laughs> to California. So I was always intrigued by the industry. And, and it was, you know, we can be in Texas and watch and, and read about what was going on in California at the time. And all these companies were just getting rolling. Medman was getting rolling. Ease was getting rolling. Um, and we had uh, so I had a technology company in Texas uh, with some partners, and we had uh, at one point built a food delivery app uh, and had some insights on how they were operating the food delivery operation. Um, you just had some experience in that aspect of delivery, and always knew you know I think people want their cannabis delivered to them. It's great that they have drive-through window, uh, you know, drive-throughs, and the and the and the stores are there, and you go to the stores. But at some point, I think people would prefer ultimately just to start having it brought to them. And so delivery was always in our mind. We, we knew how we could build the app. We built the base of what ease was, went out to California. And then, you know, I just really thought I would walk in and, and, you know, in a couple of months have 10 dispensaries lined up <laughs> it, it to, deli- so, to deliver for them. Oh yeah. I thought it was going to be just a cakewalk and, you know, I just walk in and say hi and it would be great. And it didn't work out that way. It was hard to get, uh, partnerships with pharmacies, um, uh, worked hard with some of them got in San Diego had a had a group that we thought we were right there and somebody came in with a million and a half dollars cash and and bought the uh exclusive uh delivery oh wow <laughs> uh, rights for the whole you know the whole San was Diego it County. real so it was we couldn't compete in that world uh and was it to. competitive for the money or it was it other were there other hurdles of getting involved? Just finding owners. I mean, it's not, you can't just walk in and, and find the owner of a pharmacy or, I mean, of a dispensary in California. There's, there's lots of walls between even who's listed on the, on the documents <laughs> and oh, who wow. actually owns them. And then, and then they're in groups. The group that we finally talked to in San Diego, we were talked to one of a group of owners uh, who was getting us in the door and, uh, but it was, you know, at the, and, and then when all of that was kind of happening and, and uh, the thing kind of fell through with, with San Diego, but we still had some other opportunities, that's when the lawsuits started happening in California where cities like Beverly Hills, who had said, we don't want cannabis uh, dispensaries in our city. Uh, then there was a change in the law where delivery could happen in Beverly Hills and Beverly Hills saying, no, <laughs> we said we didn't want that. Um, and a bunch of cities like that got together and sued the state to, to end delivery oh, wow. uh, in, in their cities, which would have been devastating uh, for a, any delivery shop. So, uh, and that then COVID happened. <laughs> uh, and so the, the, actual final decision of that just just was in November or December. Uh, and the judge threw it out throughout the, the lawsuit. So uh, delivery can happen in, in Beverly Hills. He was like, I live in Beverly Hills. I want right, my right, cannabis right, delivery. Right. Right. Probably was the case. I <laughs> uh, would not be surprised. I mean, they basically have their own Amazon Prime trucks that drive up and down the street in Beverly Hills, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it's um, – and, and that's just the, the state of California. It's, it's so chaotic. Uh, the rules are being changed as you go and it's kind of the wild west. Uh, not my knowledge, but I mean, this is just documented that I think the number was 60% of the, of the dispensaries have open doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what you're buying may or may not be, you know, legal cannabis. Oh yeah. Um, and the, and the traditional market is very strong in California. Uh, like three times the, I think, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I think the 20, 
2020, I believe it was 4.1 billion in legal sales in California. And, uh, the traditional market was three times that. Oh yeah. So oh, wow. very large. <laughs> so knowing all of that. And then at the end of last year, learning about a potential opportunity in Utah and medicinal, I was like medicinal though. I don't, I don't know. And I started researching it and studying it. And I just think that this is the, the best place to be. Utah has got this right. And I know there may be some customers that think, oh, prices are too high. And, you know, there's bureaucracy and all these hoops that we got to go through to get, you know, just even get a card. But I think that is good. And I think the quality of the product is going to be, they can count on it. They know it's, it's high quality. I don't know. I just think this is a great, great place. And I think Utah is doing it right. Uh, so we're excited to be here. And and when we learned about the opportunity, started investigating it and coming out and meeting folks, uh, just really made our mind up that this is where we wanted to be and, and basically start our operation. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, so tell us sunny days, yeah. home delivery, cannabis, home delivery, D A Y S. I had, I had a battle with that. Everybody's like, Oh, D A Z E. Right. We're trying to normalize and, and mainstream and I can't, I can't do D A Z E. That's not really a good word. Right. <laughs> so are you, for are you delivering? Are you delivering yet then? Uh, we're just getting started. Just we, barely... we've, uh, we've uh, made some agreements with some pharmacies. Okay. Um, and then we've got, uh, right now it's the hiring process yeah. and it's, it's hard. There's a, uh, you know, this is a really, I think this is the best job market in America, uh, Utah. There's yeah, not they a lot are, of, they're definitely top. Like I think it's top three or something. It's hard to find good people. We, period. it's almost yeah. like full employment if you want it now, COVID, you know, that's, that's put a dent in it, but so describe your or uh, your operation. Can you, as a third party, you're considered a third party, correct? Or you're not considered a producer or a, or a grower. Third party um, uh, medical license uh, is what what we'll have. A medical courier license. Sorry. Medical courier license. Yeah. and that's regulated by the. Is it regulated by the Department of Ag? The uh, the. Utah State, yeah, the state of Utah. Yeah, the, the state same of laws, Utah. The same, the same laws uh, that are written for cannabis law in in, uh, in uh, Utah apply to me. And your drivers then will have to like have a courier permit. Have to have a be an agent, a career uh, a career agent. Uh, they have to go through screening, FBI background uh, check, uh, clean driving record. It's it's it really narrows the pool. <laughs> yeah. of who we get to choose, but but uh, again, it's it's medicinal cannabis so it's do your drivers need to have we're medical not, not delivering enchiladas <laughs> right yeah do your do your drivers need medical cards uh you don't have to be a a uh consumer you don't have to be a patient to be a driver okay no. i was just curious kind of how, how that worked to, right you do have to be an agent and have a be a licensed courier uh so they have to go that through that whole yeah, process of yeah. uh, getting that which you know we do that for them but right and that um, that specifies the rules of hey i'm going to pick up this cannabis from the pharmacy and I, I'm, you know, here's the protocol. And then do you have to write a bunch of like standard operating procedures that have to be approved or how sure. does that work? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and you know, a lot of that since, you know, we don't have, we're not, we don't have uh, a warehouse full of cannabis, <laughs> uh, our partners, you know, the, the pharmacies, they've got most of the operating procedures were approved for them. 
um, we're picking up and, and taking it and delivering it. So, so there are steps involved in that and our cars have to be, you know, G- install GPS, not just your phone, cameras, security in the back to, so people can't see the product it needs to be lockable. Uh, so there's a lot of steps when we get our vehicles that we have to go through to, to make them compliant. And then those get checked before you know, the, the courier gets to start doing deliveries. So we have a few steps that we're doing right now. Hiring is the main thing. Uh, we've, we're getting our cars and getting them ready. So, so uh, we're hoping need- to be ready to deliver for more than one pharmacy, multiple pharmacies, mm. uh, starting in June. So you wouldn't even deliver out of your own car then? You're, you have special cars, vehicles yes. for the people. It's, we could potentially use someone else's car, but I will have to drill holes in it. And yeah, because of the GPS install and GPS and, and lockable things. Yeah, I don't want to ask and, somebody to do that. So we'll just Right. It's it. not like you could just show up like an Uber job and you could say, hey, I want to deliver some cannabis and no. let's just use my car. I'll turn on my availability. I'll go pick it up and deliver it. Yeah. A little bit different. It, it's not a gig job. It's a, it's a full-time job. Uh, and, and, you know, with paycheck and, <laughs> yeah. and everything. And so like it's a, the normal it's stuff, per, you know, normal hours got to show up for and everything. So we, we need dependability. Yeah. Do you have, so um, do you have of, to, a lot of them that need to be delivered. A lot of packages need to be delivered. Yeah. I, I mean, with hundreds of transactions a day in each of these pharmacies, I mean, you would think that there would be a good percentage of those that would want delivery if they could, right, already. So, I mean, that's a lot. You could do the full-time gig, right? You could do the full-time job and have show up. My question was, can you store or is there any rules where you can centrally store some of this material so you can – or do you have to go – like say you – have a deal with Beehive. You got to show up at Beehive in the morning. You got to get their product and you have to deliver that product. And if you're going to go buy somebody in, let, let's just create the scenario. I've, I've got to deliver in, uh, you know, Mount Pleasant, man. That's Mount great. Pleasant. You know where that is at Manti, right? <laughs> right. So you got to deliver it, but I'm going, I'm going to pick it up from Beehive, but then I also deliver for Deseret, let's say. Yeah. Do I stop by there and pick up more? And, and that's that's routing uh, and and seeing the you know all of the deliveries that need to be made that day we we assign routes to our drivers most of the time there's enough there will be enough uh, orders to for that driver just to work for that with that pharmacy uh, so they'll pick it up pick it up and they'll just you know, go you do their days I don't know if you've ever delivered food yeah <laughs> you said you have pizza, and a, yeah, pizza you can only flowers yeah. you don't want to drive six, eight hours a day. It get, that gets tiring, especially if you're doing it every day after day after day. Yeah. So we're looking at like four hour drive shifts. Uh, so, so typically that driver will go pick up, pick up you know, maybe 10, 15 packages uh, and then take off and start doing routed uh, drops. That's and pretty so the cool. furthest Can one you... out, the furthest one out will be the last drop. And then they come back. Now let's say there were three people that they couldn't deliver to. They just didn't show up, which you know, maybe for your food that might happen, but I don't think people are not going to get their cannabis <laughs> after they order it, but we'll see. Uh, but if you've got up to four days to make that delivery. So some pharmacies have um, depots in other in other areas. So if, uh, if, if you're going south and making deliveries and you didn't, uh, weren't able to make all your deliveries, we could come back to that depot, drop it off for four days, for up to four days to make that delivery again attempt. Um, 
like before, a little, like before a, it has to like, come back. But that's like there. That's like um, like a Dropbox or something. I know yeah. you could kind of. potentially, like with Zion, they would have a a place maybe in Payson where they grow, and they could call that a depot. And because it meets all the regulations, and if they had a retail, I guess they don't have a retail license. Yeah, that's. Um, uh, that's but, I'm not sure about a at being able to store it there, but but it's a possibility. It's the same concept though right if uh if beehive has a depot between here and wherever you're delivering they could you could potentially store it there if you weren't able to make the delivery yeah great Man, example a great example is it is it's it is there's some hoops uh a, a good a great example for beehive would be uh, a lot of customers up in uh, uh davis and weber county right so we go take a route up there and come back down. And maybe there were three packages that we didn't deliver or couldn't deliver for some reason. Uh, maybe we could stop that, drop that at Brigham city, leave it there and then make that route. So we're not having to do that route so far Again, each time. Can you talk about the pharmacies or do you want to announce the pharmacies you're, you're going to do delivery with or we're, you know, they're, I think they want to make their own announcements. Uh, okay. So we'll just kind of announce as, as they make their announcements, we'll promote or, or, Inform. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, let's, let's. Uh, but it's, uh, they're so like, uh, pharmacies here may be announcing, uh, you know, we're going to start in Utah County uh-huh. and then we're going to start in Weber and Davis and they may spread those announcements out. Uh, so we'll kind of let them make their, make those announcements, but we're talking to a, a handful of them and, and are hoping to be delivering for the majority of the pharmacies here. How far out will you deliver though? Like that's, that's my curiosity is like, will you go as far as to like the Idaho border? Will you go, how far South will you go? How far East West will you go? Yeah. Um, and, 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 and in reverse, you know, if if you're in St. George, how far North will I go? (laughs) Um, it's, it's, um, the thing that's being worked on, you know, uh, the majority of the customers are in the Wasatch front and, um, you know, a lot of them are San Diego County and Utah County. And then it gets smaller as you go into the other areas. And then when you get rural, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot fewer. We have to touch those, uh, and we do have a solution uh, ready, uh, but it won't be the first thing that we do. We'll start delivering locally, you know, in the in the areas around the pharmacies. Um, you know, if, I, if you're in Utah County, bringing those, bringing them into Salt Lake County and above, and and take care of that first. But by towards the end of the summer, uh, we expect to start making routes uh, south and trying to touch as as much as we can. Very cool. Ultimately, we've got to, you know, if there's people out there, we want to get it to them. We can't leave here, drive to St. George with one order. Uh, so to, we have to have, we have, to have a solution for that, but we're, we're right. working through that. It helps if we're, if we've got partnerships with multiple pharmacies versus just trying to do this with one pharmacy. Sure. So would, okay. So I'm just trying to understand how this works and people listening, they're going to want to understand too. So yeah. how would they get you to deliver? Do they go to your website? Do you have an app? How does that work and how do they know what pharmacy to order from? I mean, well, let's talk about the process. Yeah, at the, at the very beginning, each pharmacy will start announcing that they have, oh, okay. de- have delivery. Okay. Uh, so you'll go through their online ordering process and choose whether you want it delivered or not. Uh, if it's delivered, I know you guys have heard because I, I learned a little bit <laughs> listening to your podcast. <laughs> uh, there were some questions and some concerns about MJ Freeway. And yeah. the electronic ver- verification system and just some, some bugs in it. And, and, uh, you know, I need to learn about this stuff and actually listening to some of your podcasts, I got some answers. Uh, so it was, it was good. Uh, write that down, Chris, <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. uh, but it, 
it's, you know, so when the orders go through their point of sale system, it will be distributed into our delivery system. Uh, and then we'll be able to communicate with the, with the customer that we're coming, the customer and our driver will be able to communicate with each other. The customer will be able to watch the delivery coming to them. Uh, so if they are upstairs and want to come downstairs and greet our driver, which we appreciate, yeah. <laughs> every driver appreciates that, you know, they'll be able to watch it coming to them at a certain point. And, and we're not, you know, this is not, we're not trying to deliver your pizza in 30 minutes. So, you know, we're going to, have to educate, you know, don't run out and then say, Oh, I need it now. I need uh, it in 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, guys, right. This is something that is, you're going to probably have to schedule at least a couple of days in advance in the beginning, potentially next now. Oh, next day. Yeah. That's yeah. But if you're locally and maybe the further away you are, the longer you have to that give be, a little leeway. Yes. We'll have uh, to do uh scheduled routed. You'll see like, go, Oh, as, as, as you go rural, you know, if I'm, if I'm a little bit further away, Wednesday's my day. Yeah, if you're in so Moab, I can pick up, yeah, I can pick up Wednesday's uh, delivery route and, but that's pretty easy to teach people how to do, Just right? Just run out. You know, yeah. on Wednesdays, the milkman comes. And so I make sure my order's in by Tuesday afternoon so that Wednesday I get my order. Exactly. It just, that just seems like it'll make sense. Yeah. Do 100%. you have an idea of how many deliveries they expect to in Utah? I mean, with 25,000, this is probably maybe something you wouldn't even, you know, we could N- talk about. Any nobody idea. has any idea, right? There's 25,000 <laughs> cards. Well, I think and, that's, I you think know, that's if just there's, increasing every week. <laughs> yeah. It, and you have, uh, you know, how, however many of those have Amazon Prime accounts <laughs> yeah, and get stuff delivered to their house. That's how many potential customers there are. And gosh, of those cardholders, you would think a lot of people are going to want this delivered. I think so. I think, I think uh, Utah is going to be a little different. It's not, uh, I don't think this is like going into the wine store and, you know, getting a bottle of wine and, you know, get in your car and leave. It's, I think there's still a stigma uh, that we're, we're trying to erase. I mean, oh, we're trying I to know normalize cannabis, still. But, but this state's still, you know, going to be a little different. And I think that people are going to not want to be seen at the store right now at the very beginning. Uh, and that delivery will be a preferred way of, of, of getting their product. So your, your vehicles aren't going to have big pot leaves on. <laughs> Pulling no, up no, we're going to be super discreet because we don't want our drivers to get you know, yeah. mugged. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's actually the main reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, your I mean, drivers are going to, are you going to be able to allow your drivers to accept cash or are they going to have to use some sort of digital payment processing? So in the state of Utah right now, uh, the law is that the transaction actually has to take place before the delivery. So they will have to pay, you know, Beehive or whoever it is, uh, up front. Uh, and right before now, that's, your- only, that's only hyper uh, unless they come in and pay cash up front, which is an odd scenario. Now, if somebody out there from hyper is listening, we would love to talk to you because I have heard that there is up to 50% problem. Uh, 50% of the transactions that they start with hyper have some sort of problem. And it is just, it's not ready. It's almost like not ready for prime time yet. It works, but there's, it's like the EVS system. It's just cumbersome. And technology is hard. And when you rush it out, it's, you're going to find issues. I mean, they just, they come up. (laughs) Um, And, you know, this was a, this is a big technology that they tried to, push out real fast. And I, don't, I mean, I don't know if they just did this for here or if they're in other States, but yeah, definitely have heard the, the concerns, you know, what was it two weeks ago? The house, uh, you know, put the bill up, you know, so that we can oh, have yeah, the, the banking. banking. Uh, 
we need that to pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the pharmacies, they've, they've invested a lot. They're, they're putting a lot into this and they need to be able to take somebody's debit card or credit card. It's just a very simple thing that that's being asked. Uh, so hopefully the Senate will come on, come through and it is even, and all that. <laughs> um, it is even, it permeates even other businesses that are totally legal, legal banking, but are attached to the cannabis industry in, in some way, like with our clinic business, you know, we are constantly on edge about the processing, even though we run a medical clinic and we should be able to bank and, and run these cards. It's still, you've got a backup for the merchant services, and then you're always working on a third backup just yeah. in case something happens. So with you, I guess it's nice that all those transactions will be done before you even get the the product. It really is. Uh, will our drivers will show up and and you know they have safes where they will have the orders already fulfilled. Um, they're already purchased. Everything has been verified. Uh, we just pick them up, brown them, and deliver them. Will so they allow your drivers to accept tips? Uh, that that conversation has gone uh, both ways <laughs> with uh, pharmacy owners. Uh, some are are don't like the concept of, of the implied, you know, you need to tip. And I understand that. And we certainly don't feel like somebody needs to feel that way, but Utah's not known to be tippers. Let's just say that. (laughs) Somebody, you know, is delivers and it's a long distance. And that person is so inclined to say, you know, here's a couple of bucks or here's $5. We want that to happen. Uh, So in, I think what's going to happen in some, uh, of the pharmacies, when you're checking out, you might have that opportunity to tip, using your card. Uh, but most, mostly that would just be a cash option for the, for the patient or for the, yeah, for the patient and certainly not something that's expected. We're, we're going to pay well, uh, more than double minimum wage here, uh, for our drivers. And so, uh, we want them to be comfortable. Sure. Yeah. I mean, struggling to put food on the table is not, doesn't work. (laughs) So we we don't, we want everybody to participate in and so, so it sounds like to me, the pharmacy is the one hiring you, not more, not necessarily the patient. Like you're working for the pharmacy directly. If the pharmacy's saying here, deliver our product, you know, cause I'm used to more of the concept, like pull up the app, right? Like sure. you're not going to have right. your own pull 70 up. days app and, and stuff. You're just going to, you know, you're going to be working through your local pharmacy just like It you does make anyway. a lot of sense, Chris, to kind of pull up that app and say, well, you know, I'm getting my, I'm getting my cannabis from sunny days. So, and I know they deliver here. So why don't I go to their app and I find the strain that I like and they, that sorts me to the pharmacy or the location that I want. But I mean, ideas, yeah, there's, that that's ideal. there's a lot to it. So there's a, so said app is already built, but <laughs> <laughs> we, we have that app ready to, to use and we may or may not use it in Utah. Uh, that may be used in another state. Um, the situation here is we would have to tie our system into MJ Freeway, into Dutchie, the EDS, all those, and then have that work with the pharmacy and not cause them any, not any additional work, but we don't want to be a problem. And right now it would be to bring a technology like that to the table, in my opinion, is bringing a problem to the pharmacy that they don't need right now. When right now, what they need is just deliver, patient deliver experience for us. for us. Yes, please. Just yeah. Take this product, get it to this patient's house, and let's just start with that. Yeah, it's not, and that's not uh, required by law, but it was very much emphasized in getting your license as a pharmacy that you're going to provide delivery. So it's 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 something that they need to be doing. 
So, you know, that's, that's solution number one, but we do intend to have uh, our own site, uh, stay sunny, which will be ultimately become a, a form of an app <clears throat> that will um, allow consumers to at least come through and, and see that there are different things that, you know, I could, and here's, you know, Dragonfly, here's Beehive, here's Deseret, here's, here's all these different things. Here's what they've got. Right now, they've got to go to each different site to do that. So they would be able to do that with us and then probably link into that particular pharmacy, place their order through that pharmacy to get started. Once all the technology is up to speed and everything is smooth, then we could bring our app in and let customers shop. Basically shop, shop through your app. Yeah. And then reach out to the pharmacy to make the payment even and tie that together. Yeah. That need, we need to get to a point where we're able to take credit cards how and all long that stuff. Do you think, right now, it's just not a good time. <laughs> no. How long do you think that takes? Five years? Oh, I'm, I, I think in less than a year. Yeah, oh, five, wow. five months. Yeah, five I, months. I really do. I think all of this is happening. I think so. Obviously, uh, with the taxes and things, there's, they're obviously making a lot of money right now, and it's not in their, their benefit to, to change that. But uh, the banking is something I think that everybody agrees with. Republican, Democrat, it, I think they're both, they're all on the same yeah. page. Uh, so I think, I think that's going to happen and that's just going to exponentially help things. Sure. Uh, so, you know, and, and, and make it so that we might push our app a little bit faster. Yeah. Uh, we want to be able to take credit cards. I'd rather our drivers not deal with cash, uh, but only being hyper, uh, it's just not the right time. No, absolutely not. Do you feel like with some sort of change in the legislation and making it easier, would that make competition harder for you? Because you could have a bigger, you know, what what if what if Uber just decides, you know what, we're just going to take over cannabis delivery in the U.S. <laughs> sure, Uber and they can. and they're they're already talking about it. No uh, way, they, you know, really. They want the laws to change first, <laughs> right? Uh, but you know, they have a system down. Uh, but you know, it'll just be like like everybody. They'll they'll go to California first. They'll go to New York. Then they'll go to Texas when Texas is opened. Uh, Florida. They'll, they'll yeah. hit those places and there's, and there's we'll much look at bigger. Utah later. Got it. You know, it's that, like even MedMen was like, you know, Colorado, pff, we're not going to Colorado. Right. <laughs> um, New York, Florida, California, those are the only places they wanted to be. Um, and I think that that big mindset of, of an Uber doing delivery. Now, they may just open it up nationwide and if they do, great. But I think that. You know, we're going to build a reputation with our with our partners and and be good yeah. partners for them. So I think you know, I think that'll be harder uh, than maybe they think. Yeah, I'm always interested to get people's opinions about other markets and, and like things that change. Like for us, you know, the the medical in the medicine part of things. If if we allowed telemedicine visits, then essentially that whole industry becomes run from out of state clinics. Right. Right. These clinics that have these big operations of telemed docs and PAs, you know, somewhere in the middle of Ohio and they just sit there in a call center and they that that doesn't make any sense to me from a like a personal your personal relationship with cannabis. If we're gonna destigmatize this, I think we need to be that personal relationship is more important. Oh, I think so. I think and, and just from the experience of going from you know from Texas where you know you're calling your guy <laughs> to California where you're going to a retail store where it's you know, what's the THC? What's the THC? <laughs> That's yeah. all they're concerned about. It's just a number. And and you know, out here, uh, you know, going to the which I came to y'all, <laughs> yeah. qualified medical provider and and had my my uh, yeah, evaluation, yeah. and then and then met with the with uh, I think I went to Beehive first and met with their 
pharmacist yeah. to, you know, it, there's just conversation about the plant and, and the, the different things that you're doing with it and the different benefits and you've been smoking it with a lighter or, you know, all this time you, you're just burning off all the good benefits and there's, a, there's better ways of doing it. And that's not taught in California. They don't care at all. They just want to know what is that THC number right. and how, and <laughs> how, is, how know, much can it? I make on the, on the sale? Yeah. Well, so, yeah. And especially in the traditional market, cause they're, they just cut everything the vitamin E in the, in the vape carts and all right. that. If you remember that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The I'm vape super excited scare, to yeah. be, uh, to have this delivery thing, Chris. I like, well, I, I, like, I like delivery. I mean, delivery is I nice mean, I love, yeah. I love delivery. We get our daily dose of Amazon every day, Oh yeah, you know, or a couple of times a week. And I just can't, and I can totally see that this would just be added to the, to the convenience, you know, when you, when you need something, nowadays we just go online and we order it and it comes. I have noticed it's pretty hard. It seems like it's pretty cumbersome to get delivery. The only people, it seems like Dragonfly has some delivery starting. Wholesome has 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 kind of ramped up a little bit. And I've tried it with Wholesome and we, we we're actually working with them on this process because you've got to register. And I think this would be the same with everybody. You'd have to go to the the pharmacy on their website, you have to register as a patient. You have to get hooked up with Hyper in order to do it. Make sure that works. And that process alone is going to take a couple of days to get through. Yeah. Then you have to go back online and you have to make your order and schedule your delivery. So I can see how for you, uh, you know, for sunny days, this is a this is a lot of education and a lot of integration building those pathways for those patients to try to get through. You almost need to help the pharmacies make that easier. hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Is that, is that like yeah. all you're doing right now? Well, I mean, it's, it will be our goal. Uh, when, when the pharmacies turn the light on and say, Hey, we're delivering, we want to educate and, and help in any way we can to get those cardholders to make this easy. I mean, just make it where you're, Pulling up an app, make your order. Place and this your, is place different order. than making it easy hyper, to get weed. Yeah. Okay. Like this is, you've already, you're already a patient. You're already in the system. This is just making it easier to get your medicine because we all know we can go down to Walgreens and we can buy whatever we want today. And if that was delivery, you know, we can have Tylenol delivered tomorrow. It should be that easy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It really should hey, be. My that CVS easy. delivers. Walgreens delivers, don't they? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's I think easy. It's, I think so we just need to make yeah. it that easy Get for the of, patients or, that need it. Let the patient use their ATM card, their credit card, whatever they want to do to, to buy. Uh, and that's going to help things a lot. And then just get through that, that process. Um, I think just signing up and, and not to, <laughs> you know, not to give them a hard time, but I think just the whole process of signing up for hyper is a, from what I've heard is a, I haven't done it is a, uh, is a process. Yeah. There are multiple companies, even in Utah that are starting to develop these little, um, you know, payment pathways to even bypass the bank, mm -hmm. um, and try to get some, some way that people can make this transaction and avoid the legality. And if they can do it, then, it would be great for sunny day. I mean, it'd be great for everything. It'll be great for their pharmacy. I think, I think pharmacies or individual pharmacies are doing this and it'll be great for their pharmacies if, if, unless they want to share it with everybody. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, let's just, uh, let's make that safe banking act, uh, go through and, and that's just going to help everybody. What's the recent word on this? So the house, it passed in the house, yep, but it's, I think now it's just sitting in the, the house. Yeah. There, 
my understanding, and we talked to uh, JD about this yeah. the other day. Well, it changes uh, left and right. Yeah, yeah, it does change. Is that they're they're kind of tabling it until they get some sort of comprehensive package together with cannabis nationally. There's a fear that if they pass it, then big companies will just come in and dominate the cannabis industry, and it doesn't protect the little guy because the banks would just come in and take it over. And so I think there's some concern about the little guy. Um, Who's concerned sure. about it? Not, not the politicians aren't concerned no, about the little guy. No, you would think guy. not. And of course the big banks aren't. Yeah, I was going to say, who's worried about the so little guy? So that's a good little, good question. Who I is am, worried? I am worried about him. I'm, but I'm I, fine but, with it. They just yeah. owe some money at, at Hyper so they can yeah. get a bunch more engineers and developers to write that, <laughs> get that code right. Hyper's <laughs> not local. They're, 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 they're I don't think so. Right? I think yeah, they're yeah, nationwide. And I could see blockchain or crypto. I don't know how much you guys follow that, but I could see that I, being I a solution to. that um, bypasses the bank altogether. It's just that it's not, um, you know, we don't use it. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not mainstreamed. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> We're you, just trying to mainstream cannabis right now. I mean, you think hyper's got trouble. Try teaching somebody how to, you know, download a wallet and, yeah. and buy crypto and use that as a transaction. Yeah. Yeah. What about long term here? Do you plan on like ever getting to growing, or would you like to get like have a pharmacy one day? Would you like to get more into the industry, or are you fine kind of just doing deliveries? No, we we definitely love the delivery aspect of it. We would like to have our own products. Whether we're cultivating that uh, potentially in some, you know, there's only certain cultivation yeah. licenses here um, in in other states. We potentially do that down the road, uh, but also just creating private uh, label product. And, and having partnerships with cultivators, uh, we look to have the Sunny Days product uh, brand out there. So well. you're looking to go big. I mean, as big as you can. Yeah, those, we're leaving it to about those yeah, two things. Yeah. Uh, delivery, we don't look to have retail stores. Uh, that's a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a whole, com- it's a completely different business. Is what we're, we tell our, our partners that we're talking to, uh, you know, you're running a storefront and you've got employees in there. It's a business. This whole logistics thing is a business too. And and they're realizing it. They're like, man, this is like a whole nother thing. And I was like, yeah, just don't worry about it. We'll take care of that for you. And um, it's a good solution. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I'm excited for you to do this. Cause I Thanks. can see, a, I can see quite a few um, pharmacies really focusing on their own patient experience from their end and being happy to kind of outsource this to somebody with a good reputation, somebody who's focused on this type of market. Um, well, they want, they, they still want that customer experience on our end too. So, yeah. you know, each pharmacy has a, has made it very clear, you know, we'd like to meet these people. We want them to go through some training on our end as well. So, oh yeah. You know, know how we want things presented and what we want them to say. And so, you know, the delivery agent can't say a whole lot and they're not, they're not pharmacists. So we can't answer a whole lot of questions, but you know, can answer some questions. Sure. Not, it's not, it's not going to be like food delivery where it's just, you know, drop it off as fast as you can. We, no, we want to oh, say that, hi and, you know, yeah, that was hey, another you question your last I had. brand and all of that and, and things. Yeah. Like that. You could get some feedback from the patients. It, so does a patient have to, they have to present ID to take the product from the agent, right? Yeah. Have to deliver it to the, to their address that's on their ID and on their medical card have to, we'll, we'll, in our technology, we'll be scanning their their ID, scanning their membership card, scanning the product, um, and then they'll open it up, make sure that that oh, yeah, it's all there. That's what I ordered. <laughs> that's what I ordered. Yeah. So this is a a pretty good process. It's, a, to it's, get. it's not a like getting bit. a pizza. Yeah, it's not huge, but it's uh, 
and, and we don't pizza. want it to be like pizza, uh, but we, no. but we, we want them to be you know comfortable. And if they've got any questions, we want to answer them. If it's related specifically to, you know, medicinal question, we'll refer them to, you know, call the pharmacist at, at, um, at the pharmacy. But, uh, you know, when you've gotten your cannabis, you don't want to talk a lot, you know, just go back, you know, go back and get right, like open it you're up. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, thanks. Appreciate it. Goodbye. Yeah, get, <laughs> get out of here. I'm sick I, of looking at I you. I really have no questions for you. <laughs> right, like I'm the one who ordered this. I well, know what I'm getting. You yeah. know, it's funny earlier you were mentioning, you know, having, getting people uh, kind of conditioned to allow like a few days for delivery. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, most of us are kind of used to the black market where you might, it might take a few days to get your order anyway from your dealer yeah, or whatever. whatever. You know, there were it's times the I'd I, make a phone call the, one night and it would take a week to get it. You it's know? the way I've always said is like, yeah. this isn't pizza. We're not doing it in yeah. 30 minutes. Most and of us are used to that. When have you ever called your guy and gotten yeah. it in 30 minutes? Yeah. No, it, that's what, it, <laughs> we're used to that. So that's why I think you're really in a good industry yeah. for that yeah. because most of us are pretty patient. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. pun intended there. No right. <laughs> and the only person that, the only people that ever started that 30 minute thing was Domino's and, and everybody thinks they don't they, even yeah, do that. They're, they're, supposed supposed sudden, they're supposed to get their yeah. hamburgers and everything in 30 minutes now. And it's like, yeah. no, <laughs> no, I you're not going to get your cannabis in 30 minutes. <laughs> no, this is going to be really cool. And I, you know what I'm really excited about too? This has got me really excited about the interview that we do with the driver in a few yeah. months. Yeah. Right, the sunny day. Yeah, hook driver. us up with one of yeah, the drivers. We got to. Yeah. We'll have to. 100%. You know, look forward to a. And he's one of them. We're having. I mean, as I'm interviewing people, everybody's got a different story. Oh, and, of course. Uh, so it's it's just kind of interesting getting to know people. And then when we get our team together, that's kind of the fun part too. Is you know putting a good team together and keeping them together, keeping them happy, uh, and you know make it a good job, good a good thing. You know, this isn't a career. Th- gig but uh it could be yeah, i guess it I could mean, be you know yeah, i you mean, never know what happens and people way. want different things nowadays uh you know with their careers they want the freedom to do something else or do this do this on their own terms how many drivers are you hiring right now like how many do you think you need right right off the bat well, as, as the pharmacies start saying, <laughs> okay, we're going to do this county and this county and this county and this county, uh, we see having uh, 14, probably 15 drivers, couriers before the end of the year. Maybe before the kind end of the summer. Maybe play before the end of the summer. I mean, there's no way to <laughs> yeah. know unless you just get out there everybody's and start ready, doing it. Everybody's yeah. ready to deliver. Yeah. So it's, uh, but, but again, there's the hurdle of uh, the only way that you can do delivery is by hyper. So you have to, that really narrows the audience down. Um, but, but, it, but all of that stuff will go away and then the audience will be able to, to grow. Yeah. I, I think when you, anybody can just use whatever card they're doing, go online, order it, have it delivered in, you know, the next day. I think that's just going to be perfect for everybody. Absolutely. And that's all up and down the, the Wasatch front. Like I said, um, as we start going, uh, rural, uh, it may be a couple of days or, or, you know, we're going to deliver thir- Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and you know, you'll, you'll know when you're going to get it. You know, you know what I just thought of too, and this is probably a technicality. This might not even have a point to really be discussed here, but how much product can a person have in their car? Cause I mean, you can only have so much dry flour on the time. And I mean, right. so much, I mean stuff. So you could only have so much ounces of product in your vehicle. Do it's they, pretty, it's pretty, it's, it's a lot here actually. It's $10,000 worth. Okay. So they can uh, have so quite a bit of product lot, in yeah. their vehicle, no, but it's, gonna, but it's value. It's retail much. value is the limit for the couriers. Say again. Retail value. Oh, yeah, retail value. Well, you know, like the, some states have like only so many ounces of, of right, blood of, on your, in uh, your yeah, car. You in know? your car. So I didn't know if there was like a limit there well, in Utah. 
it's, it's, a, the, it's a dollar. Having that license, okay. being a licensed courier agent. That, that kind of a, gives you that ability okay. now. They can't have anybody else in the car or yeah. somebody you know, can't leave all that stuff in the car. There's a lot sure. of rules to that. Um, I mean, you can't have no, that it's product not like and you have can a vape go, pen in your, in your pocket. That's having something in that car that's, that's not, not part allowed. of the manifest. And well, and then you can't go um, – <laughs> it's not like you can stop off at the – Del Taco? At the Del Taco <laughs> and go in and, and have a long lunch. With well, the car, right? It's part of uh, – you can't – leave the, the time is 60 minutes. You can't leave uh, product in there for – like leave the car for 60 minutes. Uh, so you can go grab something to eat. To eat or but something. He started talking about things that we're having to deal with uh, uh, here is it gets hot here in the summer. Yeah. Oh, edibles. Yeah. Didn't even think about, didn't think about that. So we've got to address that. Especially now that you can't coat them with sugar to keep them away from a little, each other. A little, a little cooler <laughs> maybe, huh? A little, little, yeah. 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 Refrigerator. to to handle that so it doesn't all melt. Um, and, and, and in the back, the, the lockable, somebody cannot walk by a car, look in and see a bunch of bags of cannabis uh, so it's gonna <laughs> be out of, out of sight, hidden, locked. Are you, you going to steal it? If they bust a window, at least are your cars going to be yellow? <laughs> he doesn't want to tell us what his vehicles look yeah, like. They're, they're going to be, uh, they're just going to be a myriad of different yeah. types of cars and colors and things. I don't want anybody to know what our cars are. Yeah. I got Sperman out there and I might graphic that thing up, yeah. put a little, put a little note on the back of it. Like, Hey, bad guys and police, <laughs> there's nothing in here. This is just ads or this <laughs> is an ad, but, uh, anything that was graphicked would be more for informational purposes. Yeah. Right. Uh, not, not uh, we definitely wouldn't mark something that was carrying product because that's just a target. Yeah, that and, just and seems like a bad idea. I mean, that happens. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> in California, you know, people will just sit there and watch the dispensaries in the mornings, and when you see a car come up to a certain spot that's designated for the drivers, and they're loading up with a bunch of product, uh, you know, sometimes those cars get followed. And uh, is that big? so? That's big in California. It's happening. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. No one, just another reason for the safe baking thing to pass, you know, exactly. for more security. Exactly. Right. For yeah, people. because it's not like California, you're carrying a lot of cash, your couriers are, or drivers are. Different words, dispensary, driver, courier, pharmacy. pharmacy. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. I, I like fine. on your site how you have dispensaries. Up yeah, we, we, <laughs> yeah, we know what we're working with, you know. We I mean, know. we know what people use, we know the words people use, and we're comfortable with whatever you yeah. want to call it. That's yeah. the that's the thing that I think destigmatizing it and kind of normalizing it is if you want to call it whatever you want, you want to call it a dispensary, a pharmacy, everybody's just so different. And they come to this from a different place. You know, like you, you've come to this from this this background in Texas where the laws are a certain way and the culture is different than here. Then you go to California and, you know, see how there's some things in California that are probably good. And there's a lot of things that, well, they, they kind of miss the boat. Sure. Yeah. No, they uh, – <laughs> I think I, I read somewhere where uh, – and it was about the cannabis industry in California is that California never misses an opportunity to miss an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, you know, it's, it was the, it's, it was the, is the place where it all started. So we got to give them a hat, a hat tip. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, they definitely have things that they need to work on out there. And, and literally if they're just going to, if it's going to be recreational and open it up, then open it up, let people open up stores and, and not make it so hard to get licensed and, and have the dispensaries. I mean, even, even the, <laughs> 
uh, I met a person who was involved in in the, the, in California. They're trying to get the people who were tra- in the traditional market. Uh, hey, we know you're what you're doing. Become legal now. Do become compliant, and and we're cool. We don't we won't look at what you've done in the past. So, um, I met a guy that had nine different uh, trap shops. Uh, we're just, you know, fake stores that were open in California and, you know, they're competing with the people who are paying a lot of money with, you know, for pharmacy license and then paying the taxes, 33 and a quarter percent tax on, uh, on your sales in, in California. So again, it's just the wild west out there, but, oh, yeah. but it was the beginning. And so we got to appreciate what they've done, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it, it, it makes you appreciate what, what's going on here in, in, you know, with, with. 14 licenses, 15th uh, coming up, uh, and they're going to cap it at that. Uh, the cultivation is capped, and they're keeping a track on everything. Uh, I think ultimately for the consumer, you know, you're going to have good quality product. The cartridges, the vape cartridges, I mean, in California, you have no idea what's in the vape cartridges out there or whether, even if they're coming from the pharmacies. Out here, I think it's pretty pretty legit, and, yeah. and you know for sure that this is good quality product. And you know, the, give these, uh, cultivators a few rounds and the, the flowers all going to get better. The, every, all the products going to get better and more and, and good supplies and all that. Where can listeners get a hold of you? Like if they're interested in becoming a driver, if they want to find out more about what you have going on, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Great. Yeah, no, we appreciate that. Uh, you can come to, uh, maybe come to our socials. You can come to our, uh, which is uh, sunny days brand, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, you can always hit me up that way. You can come to our website, which is stay sunny. Uh, we're just into the whole sunny, yeah, <laughs> bright, sunny, that, yeah. bright, sunny thing. We thought that was part of the normalization of, of yeah, this. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you're just you smile when it's a bright, sunny day outside and you smile when somebody knocks on your door and says, Hey, I've got your weed. <laughs> so, <laughs> you get a big smile both ways. So, yeah. So that way, or, you know, reach out by email, uh, personal email is jeff.hedge at staysunny.com. Excellent. Yeah. And, and I would imagine even be connected like on Instagram to even just find out what's going on. I mean, it's a good place to be connected just yeah. in general. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, everybody's, you know, putting, promoting their new, new drops, their new releases, um, events that are going on. You learn about Canafest. I think you guys were yeah. out there. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Dragonfly did a good job with that. Beehive did a great job with their, um, what was it? Fatso sugar, sugar house. Yeah. Uh, sugar house selects. Fatso. Fatso. I mean, Fatso. Like, mm-hmm. There were lines of people trying to get that, uh, get that product. And, uh, so, yeah, those so guys do a drop like that. That's really good to promote it. And uh, social is the, is the way to learn if you're a consumer and, did, and with you guys, I mean, did you see they got Tommy Chong? Did you see yes, the Instagram? Yes, I saw Did the Instagram the, with Tommy Chung. the best about getting the fat. That was great. Hey, you go Salt Lake. Yep. <laughs> I think one of their yeah, it is partners a- is uh, with High Times. So <laughs> when you're with High Times, you can probably just call up Tommy Chong, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty well connected, those guys. And Sugar House Selects, man, they, that is some really good genetics. Yeah. That, I don't know their background. Those guys are, I mean, they're just... They seem like they're top notch. They're just growing that craft grade type cannabis and Fatso's, I would guess their most popular strain. Um, yeah. Well, Fatso, like well yeah. known. I think as what far other as ones like have they had released? I don't know. If they, I think that's Cause the it. Maxine, that was Zion, right? The Maxine, yeah, Maxine Zion. Zion. Mad Max. I mean, or yeah. Yeah. I don't. The, the Fatso was good. Uh, I've, 
tried some others out here that, uh, you know, a little dry, you know, I'm not going to call it a brand, but, uh, yeah. you know, the, but again, it goes They're down learning. to, They're give, learning. it goes down to give them a few rounds of cultivation and this is just going to get better and better and better. And, uh, you know, that you, that we've got something here now is, is just a great thing. <laughs> we all have to start somewhere. Yeah. You're not a, you're not an expert from day one. You have to start somewhere and you, you're only going to get better. Yeah. So. That's right. percent. And growing is a process. It's, yeah. uh, I've known growers that, uh, you know, you get three quarters of the way through it and a bug gets in your system and, and messes the whole thing up and they have to throw it all out and start over again. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to ask him, Tim, before we wrap this, this episode up? This has been a up? fun conversation, I Jeff. Really Thanks for coming it, yeah. down. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm excited to like learn about do. him. Oh, yeah. You're, you've yeah. Been, Any, I mean, anything really else you want it. to make sure to talk about, Jeff, before no. we... Because I know we. it's it's hard to cover it all, and it's hard to, to know what directions to go. I just kind of wanted to give a sample to our listeners to know, hey, this is happening. It's going to be happening. This is what's going on in Utah. You bet. Keep yeah. an eye out for, for these sunny days drivers, you know, you bet. and we're, you know, we're hiring and, and, and looking for good quality people. It's, you've got your background checks, so you and clean yep. driving record and we need good personalities and things, but we're going to be, you know, we need drivers in, uh, in Utah County and up in, uh, in Davis County and Salt Lake County. And then, uh, we'll then have some drivers that are going to be really going on some, some long little routes, long, little <laughs> long routes. Yeah, exactly. But well, uh, I'm sure be, that they'll be, you know, if you're in Utah, you'll be coming into Salt Lake. And if you're in Davis, you'll be coming down to Salt Lake. And Salt Lake, you'll be going up there. So uh, it's, you know, this is a beautiful state. And you know, there's all kinds of jobs you can have. But, uh, you know, this one is delivering smiles. I guess that's Amazon's thing. But <laughs> you really are delivering smiles. Oh, you somebody, really somebody's are. going to smile when they see you. <laughs> Come on. And, you, uh, you needed that. And you get to drive around in a, in a beautiful state and yeah. uh, absorb the scenery. And, yeah. Uh, just, yeah. It's a good way to get involved in the industry. I know a lot of I people, did, they're, they're of mentioning people are, online, how do I get into the yep. industry? Well, this is a good opportunity. If you're listening right now and you want to get yep. involved and you're thinking, yeah, I got a pretty good driving record hit up jeff yeah. it's a great it's a yeah, great you start get meet, and, you're gonna meet a lot of people you're gonna meet the, the people at the pharmacies and a lot of these patients which is you know that's a good way to get in and then you're in uh this industry hires from within uh, and if if you look at they really do. indeed or something everybody that's hiring for cannabis wants you to have been in cannabis yeah uh, so it's uh they don't they don't want new people <laughs> so much so yeah this is a great uh, great way to get into the into the into the business and we're going to be hiring a lot so very cool um, excited about it very cool. cool and then how can people find the podcast tim i'll let you kind of talk a little bit utahmarijuana.org slash podcast is where all the podcasts are housed um you can connect with Chris or I on utahmarijuana.org. You can use the contact us form or at I am Salt Lake. Yeah. I am Salt Lake.com. Go check out my other podcast. Uh, yeah. And Utah Therapeutic Health Center. If you're interested in becoming a patient or you need help with your card or registering or basically anything with related, related to the, to the Utah medical cannabis program, we, we're just interested in helping and getting people more info. Easy peasy. That's great. Yeah. All right, everybody. Stay safe out there.